Valentine's Day, the time of love, the time of revealing your unrequainted love towards your unrequainted love interest, a time where you can spend romance with your significant other. But then there's some of us who spend the time lusting and gushing over our anime crushes, me being one of them. And in this episode, we're going to be going over my top 14 anime male crushes. And yes, this is more of a revised version of this than the one from back in 2021, as some of the characters have been changed recently as of the year prior, so if some of the characters are a bit new from what you remember from the last one, then yeah, there's your reason. But for all the other characters that you will be recognizing in this countdown, yes. This is going to be really interesting. And these are the kind of men that I've been uh, appreciating for the past year. And with this, that's where we'll be talking about today. Hello guys, this is Jade from The Nerd Fix, the podcast where we talk about everyone and everything in anime, manga, video games, and everything under the sun. In this episode, we're doing a Valentine's Day special where we'll be doing the top 14 anime male crushes that I have, and we'll be going down from 14 to 1. Who is my new number one anime male crush, officially, and be putting it to bed once and for all. So for everybody listening out, sit back, relax, and get ready for your fix. Coming in at number 14 is Gene Starwin of Outlaw Star. Yes, he still remains on number 14. I still remember the day when I first developed my crush on him, when I first was introduced to Outlaw Star that aired on Toonami. And when I'm talking about the one from Toonami, I'm talking about the one that was censored and had so much editing onto it to where it was appropriate for children to watch it. Which I didn't really understand at the time, but I was so happy that years later, they finally were able to release an uncut version. And honestly, I prefer the uncut Gene Starwin more than the edited Gene Starwin from when I was a kid. But the one thing that drew me into him was mainly because of his personality, one, and two, the fact that ugh, I have a thing for men with red hair. Don't get me wrong, but he's good looking, but in my opinion, I kind of seem better. I mean, yeah, he's good looking, he's got a nice body, he's got charm, but it just doesn't match up to what I was used to when I was younger. It kind of died out and it's just not the same as what it was used to anymore. So there's not really much I can say about him, but on a scale of 1 to 10 on my on my meter, I would give Gene Starwin a 6 out of 10 hearts. Yeah, I used to like him really, really much, but he's just not there anymore. So, with that said and done about Gene Starwin, let's move on to number 13.
13 is Kenshin Homura from Rurouni Kenshin. Yes, another redhead has basically been added onto the list. I will have to admit, when I first saw Rurouni Kenshin, I did develop a bit of a crush on him when I was younger. I don't know, it wasn't because of his personality, but mainly his strength. Kenshin is known as the Batosai, Manslayer. He was responsible for slaughtering a lot of people during his time when he was a really known dangerous samurai. But ever since then, he abandoned that lifestyle and became more of a pacifist. I do like that pacifistic personality he has, but the moment he changes into the Botosai and the Manslayer was when I began to see a different light to him and I had a moment where I'm like, okay, I think he's kind of cute. But even when looking back and rewatching Rooney Kenshin again, it's kind of the same but just not as much from when I was a little kid, because I do remember at times I used to imagine myself being in the world of Rooney Kenshin and imagining myself being a samurai just like him, fighting alongside him and, and taking down anybody who dares come between him and I. But I'm getting ahead of myself with this. But overall, when it comes to a Kenshin, I really, really admire his character, and I admire basically everything about him. There really isn't much of a flaw that I could think about with him that I don't like, except for when sometimes he could be a bit, um, how do I put this, submissive when it comes to Karu. I don't know what it is, but she has this kind of dominance towards him that always makes him go ooh all the time. And it's like, dude, what the fuck? But, eh, what are you gonna do? But on a scale of one, but on a scale of one to ten on my chart, I would give Kenshin Humura a 6.5 out of 10 hearts. And I really do apologize for doing the kind of noise that um, that girl from Miss, Miss Kobayashi's Dragon's Maid does, who whenever Akana is always interacting with her, but that's basically how my reaction is with certain characters, but it only gets worse as it progresses. With that said and done, let's move on to number 12. We have Kamine Kuran of Vampire Knight. Yes, I had a huge thing for him when I was younger. I don't know why I loved him, but maybe it's because of that charm he has or because of his handsome good looks, but he was basically the Edward Cullen before Edward Cullen ever graced onto the television sets and basically disgraced the idea of what vampires really are. But Kamine is basically everything what you expect of uh, what a vampire is. He's charming, he is charismatic, he's good looking, he's handsome, and I really love that tone he has whenever it comes to Yuki. And sometimes I always wish that I was Yuki in that situation when I was younger. 
because he always had that kind of demeanor to him that's so calming that I wish sometimes he would pull me up against him or he would be the one giving me a kiss on the head or the one to do other romantic things that he does to Yuki. I wish it was me and not her. I mean, what do you see in her that you don't see in me? One, I much work better. But overall, I kind of do still have a thing for Namine, mainly because it does get a hit of nostalgia every now and then whenever I look at him, but uh, it's kind of a little bit iffy of how I view him now compared to how I viewed him when I was younger, but on a scale of 1 to 10, I would give Namine Koran a 7 out of 10 hearts. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty high up there for someone like him, or a vampire at least, but it's just not there. But even th so, he still will always have a place in my heart as someone that I'll always remember for days on end. And with that, let's move on to number 11. Wanrei from Zatch Bell. Now, for anybody who has never heard of the series Zatch Bell, you're missing out on your childhood. But for those of you who grew up in the 90s, you would know who Zatch Bell is. It used to be a series that aired on Cartoon Network and used to be on Toonami for quite some time. But then it stopped airing for but then it stopped airing after 150 episodes of that contained all the manga, and we all know how it ended. But all of the of all the characters that I liked, basically the Momoto characters, the one that I had the biggest crush on when I was a kid was Wanrei. I loved his personality. I love his fighting style. It's just oh his hair, his gentleness. I could go on for days talking about how much I really loved Wanrei when I was a little girl. But he was also one of those characters that I will have to say another one of the characters whom I developed a crush on who had white hair. Which might be a reoccurring theme in this countdown, sadly, because I'm too picky with my choice in men. But with that said inside, even with how he is with his love Leanne, despite them being partners, even though that they become a thing. I think it's really beautiful how, how these two turned out. Not to mention, if I were to have a boyfriend or like if one day like a partner is like everything that is like Wanrei, well, most likely, yeah, I do. But who knows? That would basically be a dream come true. And with that set aside, on a scale of 1 to 10 of how I view Wanrei, I would have to give him a 6 out of 10. I mean, it's not there, it's not like the other three, but at the same time, yeah. Whenever I rewatch Satch Bell and he appears, the butterflies sometimes begin to reappear again. Like, the childhood memories of my crush on Wanrei is starting to resurface again, but it's not as strong as what it used to be. And with that set aside, let's get on to number 10.
coming in at number 10, we have Okiora from Bleach. Yes, I had a thing for Okiora. And before you guys ask me, Jade, why did you have a thing for Okiora? There's nothing so important about him. Let me explain. Look, I had a very specific type back then. Would probably be my first excuse, but again, I really loved how well developed the character was. He basically was a character, yes, he was an Espada, yes, he was a, someone who kidnapped Orihime, yes, yeah, bah, ha, yeah, but he did somehow what capture my attention with what about his curiosity with humans, in a way. I don't know how to explain it, but at one point when he asked Orihime about a heart, placing his hand where a heart is located, I thought that was a really beautiful moment. And if I, if he were to ever do that to me, I would not mind him doing that. I could explain everything about what love is, what a heart is, even show him what love is. <laughs> but that wouldn't be likely. But with that said inside, even though he was the, the number four, number four Espada, I'm, I'm sorry if I mixed the numbers up because my memory is kind of, kind of shit right now, but with that said inside, I really loved Okiora and I loved him for what he represented. And with that said inside, everything about the character, even when he was unfortunately defeated by Ichigo. That was really kind of sad for me, but at the same time, I really enjoyed his screen time that he had during the Hawaikamuda arc. It was so amazing, even when he awakened his, his power. That was amazing. But with that said side, on a scale of 1 to 10, I'd have to give him a 6.5 out of 10. Yeah, I still have a little bit of a crush on him, but it's just not there as what it was when I was a teenager or when I was younger. But yeah, I still have high respects for Okiora. He still is a really awesome character, and I think he's like really, really badass. And now that we have Okiora set aside, let's move on to number nine. Number nine, we have Haji from Blood Plus. Uh, it's kind of a little bit hard to explain why I had a thing for Haji, but again, I had a very specific type back then, like the kind of a goth, kind of creepy looking guys. Well, Haji, I wouldn't describe as creepy, but to most people, he looked kind of depressing, he looked kind of sad all the time, but there were moments when he did smile. But there was even one moment when they were in one particular country, I don't remember the name of it, and uh, he came out wearing only a towel, and I was like, Take, take off the towel! Take off the towel! Okay, I, I need to stop. But with all this set aside, we also get to learn a bit more about Haji's background of how he became a servant, or as to say, yeah, a servant for uh, Saya. And with that said, Sai, we do get to see moments where he actually does smile, and I love his smile. It's so pure, it's so cute. And seeing how he is with Saya, I wish he was like that with me. 
which is how I felt when I was a teenager when I first saw the series and I was like I would love to have a husband that would do this to me please and oh his hair and his eyes are beautiful and I would not mind stroking my fingers through his hair every time he looked into my eyes but with him being a vampire oh that's a plus for me you know how I am with vampire and man vampire related anime I can't talk today and with that set aside on a scale of 1 to 10 I have to give Haji a 7 out of 10 I still have a bit of a crush on him I still think he's a bit he's a bit attractive, but again, mm, it's not that strong. Well, but eh, might have a fighting chance, but uh, it's just not there. Sorry. But now with Haji for thoroughly explained, let's move on to number eight. Number seven, we have Alucard from the Hellsings franchise. Yes, 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 I had a thing for that sh- badass vampire. Oh, you were about to say shitty. Uh, you thought I was about to say shitty vampire. No, 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 no. There's nothing shitty about that guy. Uh, I love Alucard so much. No words can describe of how awesome and how badass he is. I love his character. I love how amazing he is i love his power but also have you not heard what he sounds like when he laughs oh it really gets to curls or toes oh for any women out there but for that sense side alucard is basically another one of my favorite vampire characters that i grew to like in the franchise now again I don't usually have a thing for most vampire characters because most vampires in the world today suck. But Alucard is a major exception because of how beautifully developed he is. And he even beautifully displayed it as well in Helsing Ultimate. Even though it's only just 10 episodes, you see so much that you never saw in the original series. It's amazing. With that set aside, on a scale of 1 to 10, I have to give Alucard a 7.5 out of 10. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's there, but just not pleased to be anymore. But I still find him to be a badass vampire. And with that all set aside, let's head on to number six. Number seven is Sephiroth from Final Fantasy VII. Okay. Okay, where do I begin with Sephiroth? When I first was introduced to him in the game, I was a little bit confused at first. But at the same time, when I was introduced to him in Final Fantasy VII Advent or Children, the movie, Oh, how my opinion changed. He looked beautiful. The long, silver-white hair, 
his seafoam green eyes, his voice that could just cause me to melt under his command. Oh man. Yeah, this guy is basically just. He knows how to give me the vapors. Even though he was a villain, oh, does he know how to make me just go. <laughs> Looking at him. But then when I saw him in Final Fantasy VII Remake, oh, that's when things started to change. Oh, the graphics and how they did this, that is just... Okay. Only thing I say is, when he first appeared, I screamed. When he appeared again, taunting Cloud, I screamed. And third, um, did I have, did I mention that his voice makes sounds like butter? It's so smooth. It just <sighs> okay. I'm probably getting ahead of myself of how much I'm starting to swoon over this man, but overall. Sephiroth is a really amazing character, and probably my all-time favorite antagonist in the whole Final Fantasy franchise. What I love about him is, oh, his character. He's just so perfect. But on a scale of 1 to 10 of where I rate him, I give him a 7.5 out of 10 hearts. It's still there, and I still find him attractive, but it's just not up, really, really up there as what I would put him on a higher pedestal. And even though he's one of the few video game characters that I actually like, it's still not the same. But with that, let's get on to number six. six we have Sashomaru from Inuyasha yes and big confession here he was my very first anime crush that I've ever had when I first started watching anime yes there were some girls that loved Inuyasha but for me I loved his older brother Sashomaru I mean look at his hair look at his eyes look at the way he just stares into your soul I even remember when I was young, I wanted to marry him. I don't know why, but maybe it was because when I was younger, I really, really, really wanted to be his mate. I don't know why, but even though he was a little bit stronger than Inuyasha, yeah, I really loved his character. And basically, he began to develop a little bit more by the time of Inuyasha final act. And by Yashahime, we see a little bit more of him, especially when he becomes a father to two twin girls, Kutoa and uh, Setsuna. And I think that was really beautiful as well. Nothing. Now, I can't really imagine him being a father, but him having to leave the dogs behind, I found that to be really sad, but at the same time, it was for a good reason. 
but if I were to have children with him, I would not mind it. But at the same time, but if he was going to do it where he's going to leave our babies in the woods, I would not allow it. But without this in down mind, if I were to rate Eshomaru on a scale of 1 to 10, I would have to give him an 8 out of 10. Yes, I still have those have a bit of a crush on him. I still think he's kind of hot. Me. Can you blame me? He is that good looking. It's not my fault. And now, let's move on to number five before I go off about how much I really, really love him and about all the other kind of fanfictions that are out there about the reader. Thanks, Ashamaru, please. Gojo Satoru of Jujutsu Kaisen. Okay. Okay. Now, you're probably wondering, how is someone like him on my top five? Let me explain. When I was first introduced to him, I was like wondering, how is someone like him up there? I mean, he was kind of weird and kind of questionable, mainly because of his personality and all, but as soon as I got to know him a little bit more as the series progresses, my view began to change, especially when he performed the Infinite Void. It all changed. When I saw his eyes, oh, it began to change. Gojo has the most beautiful blue eyes that I have ever seen on an anime character. And that's just coming from me. I'm somebody who has a thing for men with blue eyes, and he's just perfect. And also, with the white hair, I was looking at him and I'm like, Husband? Is that you? And yet, you act like this, sometimes like an immature person at times. But then when you dress, he dresses so fashionable, it's like... I just don't get it. How is somebody so powerful look so handsome? I don't get it. What's his secret? Oh, wait. And just looking at pictures of him, he's just so... Oh, oh. Okay, okay, calm down, calm down. I, I can't help but just stare his his eyes. I could just get lost in them forever. Not only is his eyes perfect, but his personality is perfect. <laughs> Even with him being a, a, a teacher, oh, he's so quirky in many ways. But that's what I love about him. Not to mention the fact that he's also dangerously deadly, which I also love in anime men. And on a scale of 1 to 10, where I would rate Gojo, I would put him at an 8 out of 10 hearts. Yeah, he's that handsome. I would, if I could, I want him to be mine. And this is the reason why he's in my top 5. 
I'm gonna move on to number four before I start to um, go into the screen and just tackle them to the ground, please. Coming in at number two, we have Fatgum from My Hero Academia. Yes, 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 I love Fatgum. He is basically one of my all-time favorite pro heroes in the series. Now, even though he made his first appearance in season four, I really grew to like him. He was so, so cool. Now, even though that he did have a bit of a fat form, which I was like, ooh. I couldn't help but like playing in the background fat from Weird Al whenever he made his appearance like, you know I'm bad, I'm bad, you know it, you know it. And, but then I started like, no, I'm not gonna do that. But the moment I saw his skinny form, I was like, <laughs> oh my God, he's hot. But there's two sides of me that feels when it comes to Packham. When he's in his fat form, I just want him to just pick me up, cuddle me in his arms, and just pat me on my head, saying, there, there, everything's gonna be okay. But when he's in a skinny form, <laughs> I just want him to just look at me with a, with a smirk on his face and just say, want me to stuff your takoyaki? And I'm like, <laughs> oh, he can stuff my takoyaki anytime he wants. But even though he didn't make much of an appearance in season four, I really grew to like him because he's one of my all-time favorite pro heroes, as I mentioned in the beginning before, but I'm gonna repeat it again because holy fuck, I love him. Ugh. I cannot wait to see him make another appearance in season five because if he has more screen time in season five, it's gonna be awesome. And with that set aside, on a scale of one to 10, I would have to give Batgum a 9.5 out of 10. Yes, I find him that hot. He is really attractive. I mean, I love all of him. And in the words of in the words of John Legend, all of me loves all of him. I don't care if it's in his fat form or his skinny form, I love all of him. And he's really, 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 really hot. And with that all set aside, now you're probably wondering, who is my all-time anime crush. Male. Well, the answer might surprise you, but it may be obvious for most people, but it may not be a shock for others who have not. With that set aside, let's get on to number one. Number three is Amakusa Shiro Tokisada from Fate Apocrypha. Now, yes, I don't usually go for guys that are my complexion, but he does get a, a large pass. Originally, he had pale skin with blonde, with black hair, but after spending about 20 years in the Middle East, his skin became tan, and because of a forced reincarnation, 
his hair became white. The white hair, I don't mind. But with his tan skin, it took a while for me to uh, adjust to it, but after getting used to his character and the series, I grew to like him. But one thing that kind of drew me into him was because of the innocent smile of his. I mean, when I first watched the series back in 2017, at first, I thought, like, oh, he looks so innocent, he looks so adorable, what would be so evil about him? See, slashing and killing and manipulating everybody in sight just so he could get to the Holy Grail. Oh. I still think he's cute! But with that said aside, he also is a part of a or part of a group where it's kind of based off of the Catholic Church in a way. But even with certain things that he does say, I don't know why. I don't know if it's just me, but it almost makes me feel like I'm on a set of a Christian BDSM porno. I devote my life and, and salvation to you, Father Shiro. Please. Yes. <laughs> but you see what I mean right there? That sounds like a Christian BDSM porno. I... Okay, I need to shut up right now. I need a better career. But with that said in mind, with his character as well, I really grew to like him because of how well developed his character is. And even with that set aside, even though we, I already did a 10 facts video about him, on a scale of 1 to 10, I would have to give Amakusa Shiro Tokisada a 9 out of 10. Yes, I do find him hot. I do find him attractive. I never thought I would get through to like him on a very, very crush-worthy scale, but what are you going to do? I mean, <laughs> uh... I have a lot of demons in me. He can exercise them any time he wants. In any way he wants. <laughs> okay, let's get to number two before I start having fantasies, please. this kid of One Piece. What? Kid number two? Okay. Um, is there something wrong with my brain? No, 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 no. There's nothing wrong with me. But it is a bit of a shock that kid is number two on my list. Now, I've mentioned it before. Kid is my all-time favorite character in the One Piece series. Mainly because I have a Again, I have a thing for dyes of red hair, and also because he has that aesthetic that looks almost similar to a punk metal rock theme. But it's not just that. I also have a thing where, also, his devil fruit is amazing, the Jiki Jiki no Mi, where he has the ability to repel and attract things similar to a magnet. And also, for recently, in chapter 1040, Kid, with the help of Travolga Law, were able to defeat Big Mom, which was epic. To mention the fact too, I also love Kid's personality as well. He's the kind of guy where he doesn't like it when people tell him what to do or boss him around. It kind of gives you that kind of vibe that reminds you of that of Bakugo in a way. 
which I really find to be hilarious in a way, but at the same time, it's also kind of adorable. But another thing about him too is he also has a bit of a tsundere kind of a personality added to it as well. One particular moment was when Kid walked through a portal that changed his outfit to match the Beast Pirates uh, uniform. Luffy saw this and even complimented him on it. Kid basically was blushing his face off as told him to shut up. I thought that was so adorable. Kid has is a tsundere and it's confirmed. I hope it's confirmed. But with that said and done, I am really shocked that yeah, Kid is my number two. And on a scale of 1 to 10 hearts, I would give this Kid a 9.5 hearts out of 10. I mean, it's pretty high up there, and he'll always be one of my top anime male crushes, and all I can say is, honestly, out of all the male anime crushes that I like, I thought that kid would be my number one still, mainly because of my love for anime characters that have red hair and also have the kind of aesthetic that makes me think of the kind of music that I listen to. But to be honest, that wouldn't be fair if I didn't say the best for who came out in number one. And my number one top anime male crush is... Yami Sukihiro of Black Clover. Alright. I have to make a confession. Yes. 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 I love Yami. I never thought I would actually have a thing for him, but as I began to really get back into the world of Black Clover not too long ago, and also really get into the manga, I began to develop a little crush on him. And my crush for him is kind of on the same level of that of Charlotte Rosalie whenever she starts to have a panic attack whenever she's around Yami or whenever he touches her or whenever he tries to speak to her. That's where my level of uh, crush is when it comes to him. But what is it about Yami that I really like about him? Let's see. Perfect muscles, perfect hair, perfect eyes, perfect stature, perfect weapon, perfect power. And I've I've no no if I said this before when it comes to men anime. I like a man in anime who has the capability to crush my head with their bare hands. And any part of Yami's body can crush my head. And I know I'm quoting something from Markiplier, but and I know the part that people would say that Yami would use to crush my head, and that is one of several options. But anytime when Yami is battling someone and is using his dark magic, I'm just sitting in there with like a dumb, loving smile on my face, just like, the power! The, the, the power! The power! That is power. I love him for his power and also because his personality too. 
yeah, he's someone who's a bit short on a short temper and the things, but that doesn't scare me away from the fact that ugh, I remember the episode when they were in the hot springs and oh, does he have a body? Mmm. Oh, wait. And hey, if Yami is called the god of destruction, I wonder how much destruction he can do on me. I mean, Yami can do whatever he wants to me, and I won't stop him. He can destroy me anytime he wants. I wouldn't care. <laughs> okay. And I'm and my mind's starting to go down the uh, gutter. <laughs> and no, I did not go. And also, for anybody who are fans of Yami Tsukihiro, mainly the females, I have advice, do not go to Rule 34, where you find pictures of him, because um, I know I didn't go there. Well, I'm just saying, just don't go to Rule 34 for certain pictures, or any other sites where you will find some questionable, explicit pictures of Yami, because if you do, you'll never be the same. I didn't... Because I've met, I've known some people that did, and let's just say they have never been the same ever since. <sighs> I could go on and on forever about how much I really love Yami, but on a scale of 1 to 10, to end the episode, I would give Yami a 10 out of 10 hearts. I love this man. He is basically the definition of a man. I don't care if he's uncouth, I don't care if he's short-tempered, I don't care about all those negative traits about him. He's just a man. That is a man. Honestly, for those of you who have not seen Black Clover, go read or watch the series. It is worth it. Even if you gotta bear through Asta's constant screaming, it is worth it. Believe me. top 14 male anime crushes of 2022 so is there anybody on the list that you recognize that you also have a crush on or is there any anime characters that you like that you have a crush on from years ago or current that you have a crush on i will be putting a questionnaire on spotify for anybody who has any anime crushes that they would like to talk about and for everyone else thank you so much for stopping by and listening to this episode and I'm sorry if I went a little overboard with my crushes, because, yeah, I tend to be a little bit that way with it, <laughs> but I couldn't help it. But to end it, whether or not you believe in the term nerd or not, keep loving what makes you, you, and stay awesome. Thank you so much for stopping by, and I will see you next time for a new episode. Later! <laughs>